Hello, vibrant beings, and welcome to the Beats with your host. I am Kelly Kennedy, and we have started a community of vibing. We are in the vibe movement. We are flowing in our community, and we welcome you to understand how the body really works. Check us out on the first hundred episodes, how the universe works and the body works and how it all works together on the next hundred episodes. As you join us on the Beats, we truly are heart-centered mind opens and guts feeling, looking to dive deep into the rabbit holes to figure out how this all works, how we can do it all better, and how we can work together and collaborate together to be part of a community so we can all increase our frequency, our vibration, and heal the world through love as we know it is. And so it is. Welcome to the Beats. My intention. Oh, I'm so grateful, Rasmus. I was so looking forward to this today, knowing that I was coming off a weekend of being in deep, deep void of my heart and where I feel nothing but love and appreciation and gratitude and so much gratitude for being able to spend this time with you and being able to really create these masterclasses and these podcasts to share your incredible wisdom and share what's truly on my heart since I've met you that I want people to truly understand how the body works from their heart. And now from water to heart uh, with the second series of podcasts that we've created to really allow people to understand and know how their body really works, how the universe works and how it's all connected. And I just set the attention to focus today for this podcast to, well, it will be a brief explanation of some of your highlights of your knowledge. It's really going to allow people to perhaps think a little differently, to question how they've always thought, to allow them to have access to new information and new codes and new energy to allow their body to heal in a whole new way that's in quantum time at the speed of light, as we know. So I truly thank each and every one of you that are giving your time and your attention today. I ask you to all to take a deep breath with me through our noses and out through our mouth and allow your body to be in receiving mode of this information. We, we give and we receive all day long. And what I've become very present to is that the receiving mode is often a bigger challenge for a lot of humans than giving. And that receiving new information that challenges perhaps some old information can be exciting and fun. So if, if you find you're stressed over something that he's saying or I'm saying, just take a breath doesn't mean you have to accept it. Just receive it and see if it resonates and see how you want to process that with your brain. But first receive. And so that's what I would like to say today. And so it is. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Beats with Kelly Kennedy and my highlighted one of my favorite guests, Rasmus Galbergenhausen, who is here to share his wisdom and his knowing of the work that he's been doing. And we're going to recap quickly um, that work, Rasmus, if you would. I know we went into it, the masterclass a little bit, but just give the uh, listeners, if you would, just a quick recap of why you are my water expert and my heart expert all the same because of the, the your background. Oh, this is a little difficult. Well, um, yeah, I'm not an expert. I just spent a lot of time in this area, I would say. Um, I spent now the last... Um, 20 years 
23 uh, decided the other day it was yeah, 20 23 20 yeah something it's plus minus um about water and water chemistry in the beginning and later changed to more the this the the informational part of water water structure how does water look, look under the microscope um yeah if you haven't heard the last interview i worked many many years together with dr masarimoto was in charge of his laboratory opened it 2004 and yeah, 2015, I opened my own laboratory after Dr. Emoto died. Yeah, and I conduct all kinds of experiments related to water structure, water information, water quality. That's my topic all the years. And later, it was, yeah, it was, no, it was maybe 2000, yeah, 2011, I launched a technology which translates the frequency of the heart into sound and light and we will talk about this later kelly and i but the reason for this was actually to find a way how it could make most easily beautiful water structure water crystals um, and i saw and this is my understanding up to today that there is no better frequency than the heart frequency to change something to change the picture under the microscope to say, change the image and probably at the end of the day, changed probably also something on this planet. But somehow to get it on a scientific term, this is more my approach all these years. And yeah, this is my work. And yeah, you have, I don't know, we can go through the main points from last time. Well, yeah, I, I want to just briefly mention too that when while Rasmus did work with um, Emoto prior to that, he has two masters, one in um nutrition movement in the soil which is related to water and then one where it's more about the chemistry in water and how to purify water so he came more from the hard if you will hard sciences of water and one of the things i found so fascinating if i would love for you to highlight is that as you were studying water and and you thought originally this was kind of crazy what do you mean you can talk to water crystals and correct me where I'm wrong or paraphrasing, but that, you know, that doesn't seem logical that you can talk to water crystals and they'll change as a water hard scientist. And when you went to his lab as a hard scientist, it kind of mm, perhaps rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe would be like, there was a lot of contrast when you walked in. It, could you maybe explain that a little bit? And then how, when you went back to run your own lab, the whole concept of you gave up to then find it. And then yeah. I want to go a little deeper in the water after that. Yeah, well, the thing is, um, the, the question what we have to raise, and this is maybe the most crazy question, is water matter or is it more vibration than matter? Because normally as a chemistry engineer, you would say this is just H2O and something, some contents we find inside, hormones, pesticides, nutrients, minerals, organic matter, inorganic matter, whatever we find in the water. But we just say this is just matter. And this is how I was brought up too. I thought this is just, this is just water and this has nothing to do with me. We are completely separated. So this, I can just focus on the water, the result I get, you will get the same and the third person will get the same. And then we are all happy and this is pure science. And this is how I, of course, was taught also in university. So, and of course, if we look only in the terms of matter, 
it's right. We can say this is H2O and whatever we find inside, um, this is just the components we have inside. So it's just H2O and the sum of the, 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 the external substances which, which somehow entered in the water. And, and that's maybe a nice approach, but the funny thing is that there are so much, how to say, mysteries around water, and there are so many anomalies around water. Why is water the heaviest by four degrees Celsius and not by zero? Every material is most heavy, the colder it gets, the more dense it gets. Water behaves completely different. Water boils by 100 degrees um, in Fahrenheit. I don't know, I have, but in, in Celsius, wow. like, so this in Austria and Europe, we have the other um, measurements, but actually it should boil much faster. And there are so many anomalies of water. Why does ice float on the water? Um, and there are so many things. And now we can, of course, see that um, life always develops in water no matter if it's an animal, a virus, a human, a plant, we need always water. And the amazing thing is, why do we not get two snowflakes which are exactly the same? It's just water, it's just matter. But then we see that there is so much mystery about water, we can see that um, in every religion, in every belief, water has a special role, it's something very special for every religion. And um, how to say we have this holy springs healing water in any culture. Please find one culture which doesn't have it. I haven't found one yet. And I got water samples from all nations, all religions without exaggerating because I got several thousand water samples from Hopi Indians and from an astronaut brought it me from out of space in Russia. I got water samples from Tibetan monks and from Mecca, from the holy spot of the Muslims, wonderful water. So everywhere you have amazing water. So either you can say, this is just crazy belief, or there is something special about this water. There's much more. And as I told last time is that, actually we know quite little about water. And I think that water has this amazing ability that it can, it's like, well, it's actually, it's very simple the first mirror of humankind was the surface of water mm. yes before we had a mirror in our bathroom many many hundred or thousand years ago the in stone age or before the people were looking on plain surface of water and they saw themselves <gasps> and this is and this you can say this is um and this is up to today so water is a oh. reflector rasmus i i i that wow my whole body's in chills i really want to pause <laughs> water was the first mirror i mean knowing your work and what we've what i have been able to see with your technology and i call it the mirror mm -hmm. i want everybody to hear that because the that is a very profound statement and meaning behind that because as the, as they develop more of an understanding of the work that you're saying. It's the biggest mystery and the biggest anomaly is water. And you've studied it for 23 years as a hard scientist, as well as this water science, looking at it under the microscope for 23 years, a lot of time from water from all over, literally universes. <laughs> yeah. And it's our first mirror. And that is phenomenal way to look at it and, and start to understand that it is it's not outside of us, right? It's actually reflecting us. Okay, so from there, I just really want to highlight that is huge point. Yeah. yeah, and this is 
I think where science goes wrong, they look for information in the water. And actually, of course, the water is in the information is in the water, but it it's not at the same time, it's not in the water. It's like I, I said last time in the interview, if if you hear a radio and you have a nice show or whatever, and you would take a screwdriver and open the radio, you won't find the guy inside talking. Everybody would laugh and say, that's nonsense. There's nobody inside. And the same, I think, is in water. We try to find the information inside. Water is reflecting information. So water can receive it and show it back again. This is the amazing thing. It's like yourself. And you see yourself in the, in the surface of water. You're not in the water. But sometimes, you, you, you're, anyway, you are in the water because water takes up your vibration and is changing continuously. And this is the amazing thing. So water takes up any information. This is, I made, for example, water crystals. Water from... doesn't give answers. It reflects. I think this is the key component you're trying to make, which is a great, you know, there's a lot, people are really studying water now. They're really diving deep into it. And I think there's some misconceptions that both of you and I have wanted, at least I have wanted to start these class series to get rid of these misconceptions to jump the timeline so we don't get down the wrong rabbit hole of thinking that water has answers water has reflection and depending upon what you're sending and receiving to the world correct yeah well i think it well the question what is an answer i think it has answer it's it's just to look at the water differently i think for me it was easier to look at the water as vibration than I regard water more than condensed vibration, like dense vibration than matter. It's more condensed so water, vibration versus matter. Water is always is, is vibrating and it reacts on anything. It's like our heart. It's, 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 it's a communicator. And uh, because for, as an example, as, a, as I've talked before, I said before, there are holy waters all around the world. And I tested and I make normally beautiful water crystals out of these holy springs, no matter if it's some sam in Mecca or uh, Lourdes water or a holy spring in South America, whatever. But the interesting thing is, for example, I made a wonderful crystal once. It was a coincidence. I took the tap water of Moscow, you know, Moscow, the, the capital of Russia, and this is not very good water. There are 8 million people living there. It's like most big cities have bad water. It's like right. if you take the tap water of Tokyo, it looks not very nice under the microscope. So much chloride inside, so much stress and, and all kinds of all the, uh, the information from outside, uh, whatever you, you find in the water, it's, it's reflected there. But the interesting thing is, and I tested the tap water of Moscow several times and it doesn't look very nice. But on this certain day, I got amazing crystals. And I thought, what did I do wrong? I just didn't, I made all the same procedure. I dropped it. It was the same water. I made sure I didn't take a wrong sample or something like this. And the interesting thing, it was at that day, we had a sun lightning. You know, when the sun and the earth and the moon is, the moon was between the earth and the sun and it was a special constellation and i didn't thought about this because i'm not an astrologist and i don't look every day what uh, whatever happens at the moment and it was just funny that at this certain day i got an amazing crystal so i think there are of course certain days we have this like when we celebrate christmas this is a holy day during year it has probably nothing to do with christianity it's probably many 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 much much older we know the sun goes down to the epinox three days we have and then it starts to turn back again we have the same there are beautiful movies about the pyramids in egypt that they, they 
it's like the, the it's all like a time clock. So people knew about special days and we have the, the I don't know in English, all the terms when the longest day at night in the, during the year and the shortest day, there are certain days which are amazing. We, we celebrate them. And then we have our, our full moon, all kinds of stuff. And so the interesting thing is that water seems to react also on this kind of things. And these are vibrations because um, everything vibrates. But if you have a very high quality, like when you have a concert, something beautiful turns out. And the thing, funny thing is also that we have certain days during the year which are very high in quality. It seems at least like this. And water reacts on this. Even the poor tap water of Moscow made beautiful crystals. So this is what this was so one whether, of so if you had said something in the previous interview. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to clarify. So you had some said something um, about water almost being social. And it, it brings that concept up for me. So what you're saying is that everything vibrates, water vi water is responding to the vibrations and typically in moscow the water wasn't that pretty because it's just a very chaotic area there's a lot of people there there's a lot of chaos but for one particular day unbeknownst to you there was an astrological change that changed the quality of the frequency of that day whether you are in moscow or in america that day it would have shown a different quality of water crystal which was mo more coherent just like the energy of a day that's celebrated by everyone, a good portion, not everybody celebrates Christmas, obviously, but let's say over 50% of the population though definitely celebrates Christmas. And so if that's, there's this, this quality of the frequency because everyone's kind of focused on family and da, 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 and all the things that bring up around holidays. Am I catching you? Is that an appropriate understanding of what you're saying? Yeah, well, you said the last time I said water is somehow social. Social means that you interact with your surrounding, with your partner, with your family, with your community. And what does what is the output? You could say it's life. If you would live alone, if you put a baby, we, we know that people made this terrible experiments that took a baby, put it in isolation and see could it survive or not. So some crazy, terrible experiments have been made in the past and the, the baby died, of course. And I don't know how you can think about such an experiment, but so the things we are social and water seems to have this social component too. So it starts to interact with surroundings. And we have days in the year, which probably, you know, when you have a beautiful sunrise in the morning, when you're a photographer, you make the most of the best pictures in the morning by sunrise and by sunset. Everybody who listens to this or this podcast to try it once. You get amazing because the quality of the light is amazing. And and so there are well, we, we could reach another area, but if, if you want, you can enter this. This is what I like very much. Um we have in belief, we talk about angels. You know, you believe in angels, maybe you don't believe. If you're a scientist, you don't believe in angels, you would say, whatever this is, this is religion, this is something, whatever. But now the funny thing is, if you take the word angel and you take the last two letters, the E-L, yes, and you switch it around, what you get? You get an angle, 90 degrees angle, right. 80 degrees, right. whatever angle. 
right. Los Angeles, the city of the angels. And right. maybe it's also a special place. I we should ask some native Indians before. I don't know. Um, but an angle, if you have two water streams in the soil, that's at least what I think. And they meet in a certain angle. The water comes up in levitation and you have a special quality in this water. And then you have a holy spring. A holy spring means a healing spring, a spring which is good for me, which helps me when I'm sick. This is why all cultures and beliefs have the holy springs. Holy means we have a water which is good for me. It's better than other water. And because we couldn't explain it, we put our belief in this. No matter if you're native Indian or if you're a Buddhist or a Christian or a Muslim, everybody has this. They found out empirically this water is very good, has special properties. We have it here up in the hill. There's a water since 100 years known. When you have problems with your eyes, you can't see anymore as good. You have to rinse your, your eyes with this water. And of course, they put a saint she or he is responsible for this. And this is a nice belief for me. But the interesting thing is if you take out an angle and if you have a special solar constellation, for example, sun and moon and earth, and if you have the sun lightning, for example, this is at least my understanding, you have a certain quality at that day. You have a certain angle. There's different angles that the light is reflecting, that vibration of light is reflecting through the structure of the location of the planets this could be this could be an explanation um because when you have sunrise you know we have last time i talked about a scientist from austria not a scientist he was a forester victor schauberger yes, i'm and, gonna ask you about him to talk yeah about. and he said if you take water and you steer it or you, you, you make your vortex, you make this flow, you change the quality, the property of water. He made this experiment that he take, took a creek, he enhanced this, this uh, the, the, how do you say, this movement wow. of water, the self-rotation of water, and he could um, change the quality of the water. And now the interesting thing is, if you take, if you have a little creek, little stream, let's say where the water flows down, and you take a big stone and put it just in the middle, what happens? The water will flow above or around it, and behind it will make all the small vortexes, the small mini tornadoes, you could call it, who doesn't know what the right. vortex is, okay? And now the interesting thing is, if you speak, my voice comes also out in this vortex form. It doesn't come out like... This is what we see on the screen, the waves. The waves are not like this. The waves are like this, how you say this, the, this when the women have this hairs, how you call it in English? The braid, this. it's like a braid. Yeah, exactly, exactly, a braid, okay. And this is how, how, how to say, vibration moves. It always moves in this tornado shape, in this vortex form. And if you put now a stone in this creek and the water flows above or around it, Behind you have all the small vortexes and you increase the quality. And if you have a sunrise, imagine this is the earth and here's the sun shining and the photons all come fast to the earth and you are standing here just where the sunrise is, all the photons coming to this spot, they get a certain spin, they get a higher spin. So the quality of the light is much, much stronger. That's amazing. When you make a crystal by sunrise or sunset, it's better. So it's a special moment. 
Well, that's interesting because that's Dr. Jack Cruz's work. That's the neuro um, surgeon. You probably don't even know his work, but K-R-U-S-E. And he was very frustrated. He couldn't lose weight, blah, blah, blah. And he found that by going out and gazing at the sun and sunset, it resets your entire circadian rhythm. And that's why, because it's the quality of the frequency that has the codes in it, that has the fractals in it, that's coherent, that brings in new information that then the body receives and then the body translates that through the water of the body i think that in like in nature we don't have good or bad for right. us of course we have beauty and we have chaos we have a beautiful plant and a certain moment it will be destroyed again it will be digested it will be gone again and of course we are seeking always let's see for this beauty because we want to be healthy, the organs, they should look beauty. And if we get cancer or diseases, the, we have cows in the system again. And- Are you saying and, cows, like moo-moo cows? No, chaos, chaos, chaos. How to say- Oh, there's chaos. Chaos, yes. Not chaos, okay. Chaos. I was like, yes, chaos. Sorry. No, no, chaos. no. We, we look for the structure. We look for harmonic- Structure proportion. versus chaos. Thank you. Yes, yes, okay. not the chaos, exactly. And how to say, and, and this is what we see in the water crystals. So if they look beautiful, we have a good, let's say, not a good information. We have a harmonic information, which creates a harmonic shape. And- a shape and and this is um and we can see that we've talked about quality certain times um you have to the beginning of your question that water is not just h2o and the the substance itself water has the ability to react on all kinds of vibrations and this makes water so so magical i would say and this is why i think it's it's the the, the primary healer is water we are mainly water we are two-third water and this is the interesting thing. And well, I don't know. This can is completely. You, no, yes? it's, this is perfect. Can you go through a little bit the process of how to freeze water crystals? Because I think for. Oh, okay. Okay. A, sure. A little, can you just share like, my screen? Yeah, sure. You, you have to give me the yes, permission. I to share my screen. Yeah, go for permission. it. I think that would be fascinating for people to understand that because anybody can do this if they have the proper. Mm -hmm. freezing ability but i i don't think a lot of like there, we're talking about the fourth phases of water we're talking about you know waterhead is the most mysterious and anomalous thing that what rasmus is speaking about today is that is water matter or is it energy well is it maybe a condensed reactor is it responding to the frequencies and the quality of the water and the quality of the structure is going to encode information or chaos which is not harmonic and there's not good or bad. It's just harmonic and chaos and nature has all the things and we have all the things and we're mostly water. And so we're a reflection of that water. This is a recap of where we're at, but I, I think it's important this phase to kind of explain the process that you go through to qualify the quality of that water and the, the true scientific process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I show you some a little bit. Um... Okay, let's go to this one here. Okay, um, yeah, I, this is, I hope you can see this. Oh, yes. Or, yes, we can. No, it's here, it's here, exactly. Um, okay, um, yeah, this is actually the lecture I want to talk about next time, but let's go back um, to our interview we had like last time, yeah. Um, I just, I have to stop this, sorry. Uh, I put the wrong video, That's the wrong. Okay. Um, 
that's here. Okay. Um, yeah, to to repeat this once again. Um, so the water crystals. This is Dr. Emoto for the for the audience who don't know him. I keep the presentation like this, then I can switch more easily around. Um, he wrote this book, Messages from Water, which um, is published today in 47 languages. And yeah, and I was very fortunate to travel with him around the world and open his laboratory. Um, he got famous to photograph water crystals. And I, as I said, I run his laboratory for many years. The process is super simple. You take a little water sample, you freeze it over several hours, and when the freezing process is, is this a regular freezer? Like I could do this in my freezer at home. You can actually the the first freezers Emoto had were just a normal freezer, just a normal freezer. It should go down to about minus twenty five. Best would be minus twenty uh, minus thirty degrees. If you get a little bit more advanced, you can buy a, a freezer where you can adjust the temperature digitally that you can say minus 20, minus 21, minus 22. Um, I have now a freezer, laboratory freezer where I can adjust zero, uh, 20, minus 24.3 degrees. I can make 10 um, digits more accurate. Um, right. But anyway, so actually you can use just a normal freezer you freeze it for several hours. You take these petri dishes. These are this this small, how to say, containers here. You put, you take the, like one milliliter of water inside. The amount is not so important. It doesn't matter if it's zero point eight or zero point nine or one milliliter. It's about one milliliter. Much more important is the person who conducts the experiment. That's an interesting thing. Much more important is the water itself and how everything fits together. Um, and then when you freeze it well, how to say it starts to freeze like a little mountain, you see this here. And on this little mountain, there is like a needle, one single needle, a little needle with a round peak, like point. this point here. A point at the top. A point, exactly. And this point is just round. And suddenly it becomes hexag hexagonal. This is what I showed yesterday last time. Here, this is the image. This is when you look from above, it looks like this. It's just round. It's about, this is maybe about 0 0.1 millimeter, millimeter. It's very, it's like, it's like the, how do you say, the tip of the needle when you were sewing at home. Exactly. And then the interesting thing is, it starts to change magically, literally, into a hexagon. Yes, this is very rare occasion you can photograph. And this is live, like you're recording what's happening it's yeah. frozen so your microscope is in the freezer section <laughs> essentially you're not you're not pulling the, the the frozen water crystal out of the freezer and then putting it in a microscope and letting it melt because that would change it correct now i work with two freezers one freezer there's the sample inside it's about minus i work around minus 27 minus 28 degrees it depends on many factors but this is around before we work mainly by minus 24 degrees but it depends also very much where you live if you live at sea level, it's probably different when you live up on the mountain. It's every place is individual. So you have to adjust your laboratory according to your place. This is the interesting thing. Um, and and you thing mentioned the observer has a lot to do with it, which we're going to get to that in a second. But OK, keep absolutely, going. Absolutely many things. But the funniest thing is when you this is just a series of, of images, which I took like picture, 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 one after the other. And then I work in a cold room. 
So I sit in a little room, which is also a freezer. It's just a huge freezer because I can walk inside. It has a huge door. And it's like this cold chambers every restaurant has. You know, the big right. restaurants have a, a freezing room, a right. freezing chamber. Yes. And there I sit inside. I have cut out a window and I have a huge screen outside. So I can see the crystal magnified, huge, like, like I show here. And, and I have... A, a, and there is a microscope inside and there is a camera inside. Um, and at the moment we make about 50 million pixels resolution. So very high quality. We change this quite a lot. And how to say, um, yeah, and then we take these pictures. But, and then the water crystal starts to, to develop because we have this cold surrounding. I work by around minus five to minus 10 degrees. So I have a lot of clothes wearing. I yeah. take the sample out by minus, 27 degrees, and I look at under the uplight bright field microscope. So yeah. the light comes from above and the visual angle is also from above. And because the light has a little warmth, a little heat, the water starts to melt and freeze at the same time. And then we can see this growing process that the crystal appears. Mm. And this is beautifully, I can show this very beautifully in, I hope, let's see if I find this. I have it here. Um, this is a, a video. Mm. When I played Maria Callas, you have heard this many times. So we can just oh, take the- Okay, everybody, if you are not watching this, pause, yeah. go to some place you can watch this video. This is the most phenomenal thing I've ever been able to capture with my eyes, honest to God, outside of my son being born, go.
as her voice is changing frequencies, the water crystal continues to expand and change and morph. And it's this beautiful harmonic symphony of hearing the frequency and watching the frequency with the water crystal at the same time that it right now, even now, it made me so emotional to watch it the first time, because even though I'd learned this and studied this, watching the water change in live form as a result of the, the frequency that it's exposed to and it mirroring that in physical fractal form took my breath away and still to this day is taking my breath away how beautiful life is and what a beautiful mirror image we all are that when when i do this experiments as i told last time in my interview with you i was very reluctant to emotions work because i thought this is spiritual hoax and this is um i don't know a good business but what a nonsense water is (laughs) h2o and that's it um, and I want to prove him wrong. And actually, I proved him wrong because I made experiments where I wrote something on it. You know, he said, write something nice, you make nice crystals, write something bad, you get bad crystals. And it didn't work that easily. I must say today, he's absolutely right. And I tried to explain it last time. I don't need to explain this yeah, again. Exactly. But for me, important is that sound is so strong that you right away have to get coherent. This is the magic of sound. This is why we communicate with sound. That's much easily. Of course, we can maybe telepathy send some thoughts, but it's much easily by sound. And the thing is that you cannot escape sound. As I said last time in the interview, when you experience sound, either you move to it, you turn off, or you leave it. You cannot say, I don't care. And so when I make this water crystals now, what we saw with Maria Callas, um, this was a huge project I had with the Swarovski company. We showed it in the Metropolitan Opera in New York, and it went to different, um, how to say, operas. And But the thing is, so I take the water, I put two speakers, loudspeakers, I put the, the water literally listens to the, to the sound. Then I freeze it. And when I sit in this cold chamber again, I play the sound again because it's much easier to get the results. Of course, because water, I don't know if it, somehow of course it's connected for sure with the, with the sound it has been exposed before. But the funny thing is when you listen at the same time, you get moved so strongly and the water somehow, as I said, socially, however, it moves to this vibration the same. What, to explain this right, what I made, I, I, I froze it, I listened to the sound, and during listening, I, I recorded the growing process. But it's not that exactly the crystal is exactly the sound we have heard. So what I did later is I put the sound, and then I put one piece of recording to the next. So it's not that this certain crystal we see at the very moment is exactly to the word she was singing at the very moment. This I could have done too, but this I, is not so advanced yet because then it would be much, much more work. So it is the crystal. Because there's a little time delay. Because yeah, it's not exactly. Yeah. It's not because I cut it later and I put it above the soundtrack. But of course, it's exactly from the sound. And as you say, you're moved with this. I've listened to this a thousand times without exaggeration. I gave so many lectures throughout the years, but I'm touched every time again. And of course, Sound is 
sound is so strong and this is the amazing thing that um, we humans react on this so strong and the water reacts on any vibration if it's the constellation of the stars or if it's my vibration or whatever the surrounding but i think the human this we have been talking before a little bit about brain and heart frequency and the brain frequency i think the heart frequency is so strong and when you are touched to something where do you touch yourself you touch yourself here no that's when you get your phone bill or i don't know or you're that's... stressed you go to your head yeah, exactly when, when you feel love you go to your heart everybody does and this is also um when when your child is sick your little baby what do you, you put it to your heart and you start to hum every mother does it doesn't put they maybe it's uh, whatever this is and so the vibration and the music and this this is very very strong and um when I wanted to prove him motor wrong, most experiments didn't work as easy as he, he, he said, but with music and sound, it's amazing. And I can just, everybody who wants to make water crystals, you don't need such a big, how to say, input. You need um, a bright field, uplight microscope, which can magnify 100 to 200 times, um, which is not very, it's not very expensive. Um, you need these Petri dishes, you need a freezer and you need in winter in North America, you can do it on your balcony. You don't need to buy a freezing room. You could start making it there too and make your first experiments. And um, how to say, this is, this is amazing. It's beautiful. Yes. So can we talk now about the observer and, and your, your, the point where you got to when you went back, when you went to open up your own lab, you had already kind of disproved and disproven. He goes through this in the master class. I don't want to go through that too much, but just can you talk a little bit about the observer and what happened for you in that science of the observer? Because I think this is, I yeah, think well, people know this is a huge piece in science that everybody's missing. And uh, you highlighted it so well. And I just want to focus on it again in this podcast because science, thank God, has become the conversation for the last few years since the infamous COVID has hit us all to really decipher what's science, what's not science. And I'll just leave the conversation there. Go for it, Rasmus. Well, I think this is this is very, very, very important question. Let's maybe go a little bit around it first. If you, today, most people, they think they can ask Dr. Google instead of going to a therapist, because why do we need, we have now this artificial intelligence, we can maybe in the future, we, we put our our weight and our age and our science and our internet behavior and everything is soon stored and then they say well kelly you need this and this remedy why do we need therapists at the end of the day they know everything you're everything but the thing is what makes a good healer a healer a good therapist a good therapist is it just his knowledge or is it maybe his empathy his being connected to the patient and the same is to the food. You can have the recipe of your grandmother and she made amazing food. Everybody loved it. And you have exactly the recipe. You put accurately the same as, um, ingredients inside and it doesn't taste as good. And so there is something we can say, there is an interaction. There's a kind of quality. And quality is always the interaction of two components or more. Like both of us, we can be arguing, fighting, discussing, whatever, or we can have a good time and let's have a good communication. And, and this is, and I think water is probably the main facilitator out of this. 
because the food is mainly water. The, the, the wine you make is mainly water. Some wine are amazing, some are very poor. And it's for sure not only the grapes. Of course, there are many, many components. And we have made experiments with, with wine in Italy, very good, nice Merlot and all kinds of different wine. And we placed music to it and it tastes completely different. And everybody who buys the cheapest wine in the store for, I don't know, two bucks in, the, in a cheap plastic bottle, play some sound to it and you can change the quality of wine amazingly try it really try it don't believe anything i say that belief is anyway it's not the, don't believe it try it and the same same is with you if you listen to beautiful sound you change it goes so deep that even the ph of your body alkalinity and acidity changes this is why we want to hear beautiful sound and and how to say um and now back to your question the observer normally in science, we say we have to be 100% objective. What I do, you have to be able to repeat. Otherwise, it's not science. It's, it's, it's nonsense. It's esoterics. But if you go now back to the cooking of your grandmother or the empathy of a wonderful healer, it's much, much more. It's the social behavior. It's this communication between two or more components, which means quality is always the interaction of two or more beings or two or more um, things you can say, you and your, your cat or you and your partner or you and even the glass of water you are drinking. Yes, and this is the funny thing. And now we come to the, the point of this observer. Um, there's a very nice saying in Buddhist, I heard, it says that the finger pointing to the moon is not the moon. So the finger pointing to the moon is not the moon. So the moon is itself. So we try to describe something, but you have your angle, I have my angle. And the thing is um, now everything interacts. And as we say, the surface of water, if you look into the water surface, maybe in my case, it would reflect the trees over there. And you look from this angle, you would say, these are the mountains there. And then we can start to argue and say, this is, you are wrong, I'm right. Because I see what I see. And you say, well, you're wrong, I see what I see. And now it goes further. This is just what the visual part is. The other thing is that water also reacts, as I said, on constellations of the stars, on your mood, on how present you are, on materials like gold and silver and shungite and whatever. So there are so many things. So Wi-Fi signals that are in your house and all the things. Water is reacting. And this is, and there's a very beautiful um, testing a university made in Stuttgart. It was Dr. Bernd Kröpplin, together with a wonderful lady. One of my biggest teachers is Minnie Hein. She wrote this book, um, The World in a Drop. It's, I don't know if it's in English, but it's at least in German, it's there. Um, and they made an experiment. They had the audience full of students and they had a little syringe full of water. And every student got a glass light yes and had to make a drop from the syringe okay. yes full of water and then they passed the syringe further to the next page uh, to the next student they, they made a drop and they made put it they went through the whole audience so the same source of water dropped yeah. on a petri dish to each different observer in the room okay exactly same water exactly. okay same water from the same same container and they could see that it's 
changes completely depending who made this drop. But you would say it's always the same water. And so this is, so the water reflects so much more than just the contents which is inside, just the minerals or the organic, unorganic matter. And this is amazing. And to your question back, when I came to Emoto in the beginning, I was, I came from the isotope laboratory. So I worked with radioactive labeled hormones or other um, chemical components which had a radio label so we could make in a very, very small concentration, we could detect if it's still in the water or not. And we tried to purify this water. So it's very accurate in, an, in the nanogram range. So one gram of water split it by one million, then you have nanogram. It's a very, very tiny amount. Okay, and then I went to Japan, I saw Emoto's laboratory and I didn't find scientists working with water. I find, found mostly artists like painters or graphic designers or singers or musicians making amazing water crystals. And I thought, this is, what, this is nonsense. There are no scientists. And, and the interesting thing is that people who are very, let's say sensitive, very, can be very present as a musician, you have to be very present to be a good musician. You don't need to be only technical skilled. You be really a good listener. And listen, you do only in the present moment. You don't listen tomorrow or yesterday. All our five senses, at least the five senses we know, and probably more senses, all the senses are our entering gate into the present moment. This we talk next time probably about mind and present moment. Yeah, and this exactly. is the funny thing is that... The hearing, I think, is our most talented sense from seeing, feeling, touching, smelling. The hearing is by far the most talented. So we hear much more accurate than we smell or we see. Uh, but anyway, so this, when we hear how to say, we right away get coherence to vibration. This is the vibration, the audience, which brings, as a beautiful saying, the ears brings the universe into our body. Ooh. The eyes brings us into, how to say, into the world outside. But the, the hearing, and now the funny thing is when you expose so water- The ears bring the universe to us and then we take ourselves us. out through our eyes. Yes. The, the internal universe comes out through our eyes. So that's why the whole, yes. the eyes are the windows to the soul. I mean, a lot of people have said that forever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the if the eyes or the ears, that's a good question. Which are better entrance point to the soul? I don't know. I think the communicator to the soul is the heart. Actually, it's the heart, I think. Yeah. But yeah, back to the question. So the funny thing is when you observe the water, um, you have your angle, I have my angle. And when you are a completely, let's say, in the ratio in the mind to train scientist, you can hardly get the results like Emoto did. That's just the funny thing. I had people, I hired people working in the laboratory who could hardly make water crystals. And other were right. amazing talented. Accurate scientists, precise scientists. No, 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 but not, uh, I had different people, scientists, whatever. But I just said that I had a guy, he was meditating in front of the water like a week and thinking then he's going to make the best water crystals. And he could hardly get water crystals, even of good springs, because his intention was so strong that he wanted to make it. And if you are in your mind, 
you can hardly change anything. But when you're completely present, you're never in your mind. You must be centered. Where you're centered in your heart, that's, of course, the, you're eccentric when you're in the brain. Of course, we have to be in the brain to construct a good house or whatever, uh, to build a good car. But if you really want to get coherence, you have to get into your heart. You have to get in the present state. That's just the thing. But when you are a trained scientist, I was trained as a scientist too many years, and you're completely in the brain, it's hard to get coherent. That's that's that, that's problem. But even if you're the most stubborn and most, let's say, analyzing scientist, analyzing scientist, the moment you listen to sound, you start get moved. It's so simple. You cannot escape to it. So every scientist who wants to prove Emoto or my work wrong, I would just say, take a sound which really touches you, deeply touches you, and then make the crystals. Try it. You really have to try it. And this is the amazing thing. So, so we are part of the experiment. And like the same as a therapist, you use some doctors, uh, some therapists, they're so amazing. And some, they hardly look at you. They just look on their computer monitor, put your name, your age, whatever. And then they, they spit out a remedy and they don't care about who you are. And this is the, that's, that's what's uh, the same as a teacher. A good teacher really sees the, 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 the student. And then you have this, there's a very nice saying in Japanese philosophy. It says that the teacher and the student together, they create the teaching. Mm. It's, a, it's an ongoing process. And it's a not a top down swallow all I give you and that's it. And this is maybe the thing with authority that really a good teacher is an inspiration and a light. And you really, you follow the light, but you become your own light because that's, um, that's how, just how it is. And, um, and the beauty is with light, you, you, you can share it, how to say, infinitely, in, infinitely. infinitely. So yeah. And this is um, how to say this, it goes in all direction and, um, yeah, and to back to the water, um, it's it's just it's 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 amazing teacher just to do it by yourself, because you asked me in the beginning when I I went to Japan, Emoto gave me the money to open the water laboratory. It was not so much, but it was enough to buy the first uh, freezing cell and all this kind of stuff, um, and it didn't work, because I I went to Japan and I learned this and I took all notes about the temperature and all kinds of stuff which I could record. And then I went back and I couldn't, it didn't work. And I thought, how, why it's, the temperature is right. The water is the same. I don't know. I'm the same guy. It's the same microscope. It's the same camera. It doesn't work. And I try, tried to change the temperature and it hardly worked. And I literally gave up. I thought, I'm not going to do this. It doesn't work. And the funniest thing is from this moment, it started to work. And this was for me quite uh, strange, how to say a slap in the face, you can say why the moment i didn't want i just was i somehow i think you cannot get in resonance so much when you stay in this intention you have to be attentive you are giving up is maybe also somehow where you you the the the, the tightness goes away and suddenly it worked so it was it was i want to i want to dive into that just a little bit about intention versus attention because and Rasmus, this has been a beautiful podcast today. And 
I love what you said about the teacher and the student and co-creation and finding your own light because I asked Rasmus one question after we got after his original speech, which was, can I please be your student? And he said, yes. And Ian, I have been his student, I would say, for 30, 26 years as well. And if there's two people in my life that have supported me to find my own light, it's you two. Well, I think that many you would see. That's nice. I'm sure. But I, I feel like I really want to understand, help people understand the difference between intention and attention, because the one other thing that I've, I've studied language, I've, I consider myself a bit of a witch <laughs> and mm -hmm. a spell, a spell giver. And I'm very, uh, very mindful of the words that I use because of what I've studied. And before I knew about you, I, I had studied Emoto's work for 20 years and I, I understood it. And I was the one putting the waters on the glass going, Oh, I have no pain. I, I feel great or whatever. And I was having clients doing it. I didn't feel major changes and still till years later, minor, but not major changes. But point being that through understanding words, and, and I have a little dictionary on my wall for those that have been in my room, it's the Rasmus dictionary, because he always gives me like, real good keys. And I'm like, oh yeah, let's remember that intuition means to be in tune, intuition, in tune, right? But intention is tension within. And I had a lot of intention. I was a collegiate rower and I had a lot of tension, a lot of focus, a lot of jitter, and a lot of drive and a lot of doing and, 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 and. and it was very hard. And when I started to change my attention and allow my focus, and now I call it, I set the attention and focus on this and it's a softer experience that's all i can really comment on is that like today when we started this i just have a soft focus that the ones that are need and want this information and we're going to be able to disseminate this information get everybody to under to at least understand at some level this it's my attention versus my intention that you're going to understand it today it's a very different feel and therefore it changes the quality and I feel as though, I know as though things in my life have been manifested so much faster because I've stopped giving intention and started giving attention. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, it's not that one thing I think is good or one thing is bad, which is, I think we have to understand the differences. Just and, be conscious of it. Yeah, the thing is, well, intuition, if you look in the dictionary, Oxford dictionary, whatever dictionary, in intuition, it says something else, it doesn't say in tune, but I say, well, I don't believe this, somebody wrote this dictionary, for me, intuition comes from being in tune, and how can you be in tune, you can just be in tune when you're attentive, but now the thing is, it's not, I say, when your little child is sick, you have immediately the intention to heal the boy, the little child, yes? This is the intention. The intention is a conflict, yes? Or I see this beautiful woman on the other side of the street and I want to meet her. The other later we marry and then we get kids and all this. But in the, in the beginning, it was the intention. So I need, of course, to, to, hello, here I am. I have this need. I need this woman, for example, or my child is sick, I need to help them, or I feel that I'm completely stressed out, sick, I have the intention to get better, or my patient is sick, I have the intention. So the intention, you can say, is a conflict, 
But it's not bad. It's of course, it has to be there. Otherwise, you would have never met your husband because you had the intention to get the wonderful guy. So there is the intention. But later, we have to change from the intention to the attention. And this thing is to understand. I have a very beautiful, I want just to show this because this is a very nice um, slide I found in the internet and I love this so much. It's not from me, it's, 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 I have it here. Um, I just share this because it's so funny. Um, it's here. This, I love this. Come on, inner peace, I don't have all day. Yes. <laughs> I don't know the source, so sorry, I cannot. I've tried to find the source. I got this picture. I love this. And this is so many times we meditate and say, I have now 10 hours, 10 minutes. I have to get. And this is what we have. This we will talk probably next time more in detail. But the intention is a time concept. Now you're here, you want to get this guy to maybe get five, 10, 100 children and get whatever, or you are now not so smart and you want to be talk five languages and I don't know, um, know a lot. This is, let's say, this is a timeline. But the funny thing is when you met your guy and you want to be happy with him, you need to come in the present moment. And the present moment is to be attentive. Because now your, your child is sick, you want to help him, you go, or you, you want to help this boy, this, this girl, you find the good therapist, you find the good remedy, you, you have the intention. But now you have to come to the healing part. And the healing part is to come into the attentive part, that you come in the present state. Because the moment you are present, you can resonate with the beauty living force surrounding you. Like when you hear a beautiful song, you have to come from your brain to your heart. You have to come to your ears, to your senses, because they are the entrance gate to you, to the presence, to get coherent. And then the change happens. And this is the funny thing is because time is a brain concept. Matter needs time. The brain needs time that you can speak five languages. But to be present, you don't need time. And the interesting thing is when you want to make a beautiful crystal and you sit in front of this, Om Shanti Shanti, it has to become better. It won't change whatsoever. You can meditate until you explode. But a little child playing with the water, wow, here is it's wet and what is, that's amazing. It changes completely the water. Or when you laugh, your heart rate variability explodes because you laugh now and you don't love tomorrow or love yesterday. You do it now. And this is the funniest thing is um, like love or love. It's the same source for sure. It's the present. And how to say, um, then it's when the water changes. And that's where the attention comes. And for me, like when we take a string, I have a beautiful picture here. I can show it. Uh, I actually want to show it in the next interview, but let's, it's, it's all fine. Here, that's a nice, I love this picture. This is a little cat. The cat has the intention, of course, probably to eat this mouse or, um, but uh, how to say, there is, there is this intention. Yes, it has yeah. the intention. I want to get this mouse. There is a, a friction, there's a tension there, this situation, right. yes? Right. And of course we can say, you can write intention with an S and with a T. Intention with the S is the physical tension tension between two strings but i can have the intention to become rich or i can have the intention to become a good person or become spiritual something better or whatever but it's still this 
it's just the S and the T. And the S and the T we can see in the string, I have here a rubber band. If it vibrates, it, it becomes the S. And if it's straight, it's the T. You can say intention. The intention between the, the guy and, 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 and this woman here, yes? This, yeah. this, this, this tool. Or the intention, the, the child is sick and you want to cure the child. You want to, um, to, got, to, to, to solve this tension. And the thing is then the, how to say, the moment you become attentive, you come out of tension. You don't want to become rich or you don't want to. Um, and the, the, there's a beautiful book from Greg Braden about belief and about, about religion. And it, I don't know the word exactly how it's the title is. We have to find out. It's how ancient people have been praying. And the ancient praying was not, dear God, please make me rich or make me healthy or whatever. The ancient praying was, how does health, healthiness feel like? When they say, please, God, please make that, that it rains tomorrow, that my crops can grow. They tried not to say, please bring me rain. How does rain feel? So the feeling, the senses is the way of praying. And the not, secrets of the lost mode of prayer. Probably. It's just a beautiful book. Yeah, it is. I, yeah. The I, I hidden met, power of beauty, blessings, wisdom, and hurt. And then yeah. he goes through from everything from Francis. I read that book a long time ago. I forgot about it. I'm going to highlight beautiful. that. Yeah. Yeah. He I met him in Hamburg personally, and he's together with Bruce Lipton. He it touched oh. me very much. And I think it's, it's sure. uh, how to say it, it's very nice. And yeah, and this is this intention and attention. And this is the funny thing, the moment, like in the relationship, now you met this guy or this, this lady, I met this lady, and now we have to get from the intention to the attention, that the, how to say that the, that the matrimony or that the partnership can last, because if you stay in the intention, it won't last so long. And the same, I think, is with the healing. We have the intention, we want to to help the person but then we have that the person can heal him or herself it has to come into the attentive part and this is why i do the sound of soul because the heart is always playing now not tomorrow or yesterday and if we encounter this very moment healing whatever the healing is can take place or the remedy can do its its work and this is how to say and this is um this is, uh, I just got somebody say hi to me from the window. Sorry. Um, um, this is, um, this is what, what I'm saying. Because of how cute you just got, or it was one of your kids, one of the. No, no, this, is, this was my partner. Um, and yeah, I can tell. Look at how cute you are. Oh my yeah. God. You're so adorable. <laughs> this is just, and this is with the water crystals, which was an amazing teacher. If I want to change it, it didn't work because. It's the separation, the me, the Buddhists say so beautifully, the me is an illusion, which is quite funny. And it's really ponder about this. It's a meditate on this. It's so nice. But if I don't want to change the water. If I just see the water, then it's experience it the water. You had said in the masterclass more about experiencing the water. And yeah, or sense it or smell it or be part of it. Literally, you bless it. That's the funniest thing is with your kids that's for all the people who are listening to this podcast when you have kids at home try because we adults normally we are so far 
out and our work and our world is so important. We don't have time to play with such ridiculous thing, you know, sit a little bit and play with some, I don't know, um, simple things. But when you see your child, literally try to see your child, see it, see it, see it, see it really. Then you can literally see how it starts to blossom, how it really grows and smiles and become happy. You literally have, and this is very difficult because normally we are so, how to say, um, we are so busy with all kinds of um, unimportant things. Things to do. Excuse me? We're so busy with things to do. Exactly, exactly. That we don't see it. And this is, I think, also the therapist. When the therapist really sees the patient, listen to the patient really then the magic of the healing takes place of course we need still the the remedies and all kinds of stuff but they have to be able to operate to do it to do the work they are supposed to do and this is i think is with the water um the amazing thing if you if you start working with this that it reflects yourself and and that you cannot become a better person. You have either to be a good person. You cannot meditate to become better. That's nonsense. That's esoteric criminal thing. That's every religion has the same criminal, how to say, from the origin, it's always beautiful, I think. Christianity and Buddhism and all kinds of, they all they have all the same trying. They all same different angles pointing to the moon, all different, but at the same, they show the beauty. But the thing is, the biggest corruption in esoteric is time. If you follow me, you will become, I don't know, um, get nirvana. You, you in, enlightened, exactly. uh, a guru, exactly. a spiritual, whatever. Yep. You will become like me. What a nonsense. Yes, because that's how, what a nonsense. And the thing is, um, so this is the timeline, but matter needs time. To become a professor, you need time. You need time to be able to speak these languages and to know all about whatever molecules and chemistry and all this kind of stuff. But to become present, you don't need time. Or And this is what, what Eckhart Tolle is so beautifully wrote about, or Krishnamurti is so beautiful talk. And this is, the, if you start working with water, this is like the amazing teacher you get. If I want something, it hardly works. But if you just do it with joy and curiosity and be part of the game. And this doesn't mean that you don't have to question. I question all the time. I question the motor's work, but I wanted to understand it. And the motor couldn't explain it to me. He said, just write love and thanks to it and say, I don't know, Hopotopono or Om Shanti Shanti or whatever to this. But I wanted to understand why does it work or why doesn't it work? And this is the, the and I think this is the limitation of the brain that the brain has so difficulty to get coherent. If you dance with your partner, you cannot get coherent by your brain. That's the problem. This is why, and thank you so much. I mean, this podcast and the reason I wanted to go from water to heart is, you know, we spent 120 episodes or so talking about how the body works and truly from my heart, from my love, from my passion for humanity and wanting them to get the message and wanting them to understand the message that when you sink into your heart, and you really are, are present in the moment that you can have all the healing. But then I got in more to understanding that that was a foreign concept for people. And people are so concerned about the water they're drinking and the food they're eating. And it's important for sure, but the quality of what you've always taught me about the quality of water. And 
while you can purify water, what is the quality of that water that you've purified? And even if you can't purify it, can you change the quality? And that's what the masterclass is really about. And the next masterclass and next podcast are going to be more about what you just talked about, which was the mind and the belief system and why that's all important in regards to changing or not changing the water. And then we're going to continue on and we're eventually going to get to this whole sound of soul thing and get people to really understand why I do know, feel, and trust, and can acknowledge the shifts that have happened in my own life, in my client's life, is not because I've been so magical. It's because we've allowed them to find their own inner beauty, which is what you say all the time, that just still, you know, it's so comical to me, honestly, Rasmus, that oftentimes when people experience their sound mm-hmm. soul. I hear this comment a lot. They go, oh, that was neat. <laughs> and I was, I'm always like, yeah, it's neat, isn't it? It's neat to find your own inner beauty and nobody outside of you can heal you. We say this all the time. And how do we get there? This is what this five series is about is how to get to that inner beauty, how to get to that self-healing mechanism. And it's not about talking to it. It's about being present with it. And and letting it mirror back to you and letting the water show you the way. And so do you have anything mm-hmm. else you want to add about water or anything else for that matter before we oh, wrap up? Well, there's so many things we can we have talked about it. But I think the thing is really, I think we, talk, we started this talk today about authority. And I think is to question your own beliefs, your own thoughts and, and how to say what intention and why it works and why it doesn't work. And what we all seek, of course, at the end of the day is happiness and health. And I, I think that beautifully is when you really reach the present state, what we what we talked about maybe next time, um, that you really get this endless joy. This is the amazing. You're not happy because you have a big Mercedes-Benz outside or you don't are happy because I don't know you win a million because then you're always in this in this duality and you are dependent on something from outside but when you're really present and this is the funny thing is and yeah that's the funny thing when you make these water crystals when you get this amazing results it's so beautiful it's so touching and it's so simple it's just a, it's just a shape and I think science really has to come into this picture medicine has to come and see also this this part because otherwise we soon have this artificial intelligence which we probably have anyways and then you have a finger scanner on your computer and then it says well you have to take more calcium and more magnesium and that's it and we wonder why so many people are depressed and burnout and heart attacks and you name whatever is raising 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 all the time it's not getting less and these people out in nature they stay healthy, they get old, and we don't understand it. What minerals do the people in the Kashmir mountains eat, we think? or It's completely nonsense. They are present because they are out in this, in the experience what, 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 what life is or what, what it's all about and not wasting our time in front of, of, of artificial intelligence stuff, which is, of course, amazing for sure. I love technology. But I think at the end of the day, we have the technology at the end of the day, if we don't use it right, will always harm us. Technology is amazing. It helps us to keep us warm and have a great place, drive safe from A to B. But if we don't understand it now with all this wireless, what happens, it's amazing technology, but it can also, um, frequency is the medicine of the future, but it's also the 
what destroys us in the future. And this is, I think we really have now to enter a state where we learn about the quality of frequencies. That's, that's, that's so important because otherwise, if all this mobile phones and all this, which is amazing technology, gets bigger and bigger and bigger and this whole impacts we are exposed to, um, we see how the fertility range really decreases rapidly. I mean, nature does, if we don't do it good, nature will sort out the problem because that's just the, the thing. And um, I'm not worried about in the, in, when I was a young guy, I always wanted to protect nature. I think we don't need to protect nature. We have to protect ourselves because we are the one who, um, we are part of the nature and we, we are destroying ourselves. And this whole water research, I think, thanks to Dr. Emoto, thanks to many other scientists, there are many amazing, amazing, Emoto was the pop star with his stars, with his snowflakes, I'd say, and this is very nice. But I think that really when you, everybody listening to this podcast, get your microscope, try to find out a really a simple microscope, take a glass light, put a drop of your saliva when you're happy with your family, when you're completely upset, just look at it. You don't need to make a diagnosis. For this, we have a hospital. You don't need to say your kidney is not working because the image is not nice. I mean, this is, this is not good. But you can just see when you smile and you're happy and you take a drop of your blood or of your saliva or from your water tap and you see how beautiful it is, or squeeze an apple juice and take a drop and see how beautiful it looks. Um, I made quite interesting testing this water with apple juice. It's amazing. Quite funny how beautiful it looks. An organic apple and a non-organic apple. Why should we eat organic? We could say, I don't care about, they have the same vitamins maybe inside, but the structure maybe is different. Maybe the information, the form giving process in the apple is different. And this is things I think, um, Science has to open it, but science has also to understand why it works and why it doesn't work. Um, that goes back to the observer. Absolutely. Yeah, but if the patient smiles, you can say it's chemically the same person, same weight, same size, same whatever. Why should the patient smile? It's, uh, it's, just, it's just matter. It doesn't matter if he smiles. How stupid to be so ignorant. And so I think science has really been amazingly ignorant in this field. And this has to open. Yeah, Bruce Lipton shows beautiful how you can change your DNA. So we have so much to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> do. And I just, I want to give some gratitude to everybody for staying with us today. And I know this has been a little bit more than just a, a brief understanding, but when you want more information, we've done a masterclass about water together and it's amazingly beautiful. It's just under three hours and it's available for you, but this is only the beginning. And I just want to say that consciousness is about being in the present moment. And I have said for well over 23 years, when I started my journey, we started our journey 23 years ago, um, interestingly, um, timing on all that. But for me, the only way to evolve from a human species perspective is not physical, is not in the mammal, it's in the consciousness and in the spirit. And that's about being as present as possible. And I have been more present in my life, which has given me the biggest gift to allow me to see all the chaos in my life so that I could start to harmonize with that chaos. Not everything mm -hmm. is perfect, but when we have consciousness about it, we're able to see where there's dissonance versus harmony. And we're able to navigate that through love because I've mm -hmm. always said love will always win. Mm -hmm. And I've always known in my heart 
Sure. Love sure. source has us, yeah. has our back, has our front, has our sides. And as Rasmus so eloquently puts, frequency will always win. And love frequency is the highest frequency of all the frequencies. And nobody will argue that. So question everything, question everything we said, go investigate it. And we'll see you on the next podcast or the masterclass with Rasmus. Truly from our heart and water, from water to heart and heart to you. Much love. Thank you.